the true mentor along the hero's journey is that person in your life, whether that's through direct human connection or whether that's through listening or reading that cracks the door on a more profound truth and meaning towards life and your purpose specifically. This is the Medicine Podcast. I am Mimi, mushroom queen, AHCC educator, and culinary nutrition expert. I am quite obsessed with providing the unique knowledge for those that want to prevent disease in their body, in their mind, and in their relationships. If that's you, then you are in the exact right place, my love. Let's go take the medicine. All right. Welcome to the Medicine Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, my name is Mimi, and I have my love, my man, my king here with me, Chase. What is going on, everybody? <laughs> uh, we like to say party people and non-party people. So grateful you are jumping under the red hat in this exclusive channel mm-hmm. to uh, talk shop. <laughs> Isn't that what people say? I think that's what the kids say these days. I don't know if it's what the kids say, that but it is what my dad says. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is true. And, oh, random cups falling in our place. Um, if this is the first time you're listening to us, quick little rundown as, uh, you, you might hear, um, references later on in the episode and you might be scratching your head. Um, so we were childhood sweethearts together for 10 years, married for three of those years. And in 2016, we actually separated and divorced. Um, only to be organically reunited three years later. And uh, we have created this medicine podcast to share the different medicines of the world and, um, you know, what we continue to, to discover um, with you all. And this is, um, this is our part two, as we call it. There, part one was before and part two is now. So um, sometimes you'll you'll hear us talk about part one and part two. That is that. <laughs> That's it. Sums it up. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Uh, you know, no, we it's, just... it's so cool to have this this uh, platform and this opportunity to uh, give insight into what is the beautiful journey of life that we continually uh, take little lessons and tidbits from. And um, fun to have these under the red hat episodes where it's just us and it's. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no bullshit, kind of a loose agenda on topics sometimes. But uh, besides that, it's just uh, a little peek into our life and our intention. I think this thing is like ever evolving on what we want the medicine to be. Right. I think the world pushes you into like come up with business mission mm-hmm. statement and core values. And, and a all, niche. Right. Like all these things that you hear from either a business class or like, you know, a, a book on how to start a company. And um, of course, we have like listened to that taken little tidbits from it and and put it into practice but uh this thing's organic and it's collective and and my intention with the medicine and the medicine podcast would be um just a really fluid open transparent um invitation for anybody who mm-hmm. has been like we are where it's just wondering what else is there and literally in the name the medicine with mm-hmm. an, an intentionally left off e on the end is 
what are the meta the real medicines right um the fringe medicines at times of this life experience um and then they don't have to be traditional they can be things for your relationship you may have never heard of mm-hmm. um for your own self-love journey your own physicality your fitness your nutrition and um yeah it's rad yeah we like to say that we are a PG-13 deep dive into disease prevention for body, mind, and relationships. And that's a big umbrella. You can you can slide in a lot of things under that. You know, we're trying to pre- prevent disease, which really is just kind of a fancy way of saying, like, just discover and f- find out what, tr- what truly is life about. Totally. And, and, and doing it all while trying to keep it PG-13. Right. You know? <laughs> some um, some episodes are PG. Some we got a few more nipples in there. We got right? a few more f bombs. I think nipples are okay. I think that's the traditional <laughs> PG thirteen is like one flash of the nipple. Uh, male nipples are fine. Right. Yeah. Uh, unlimited male nipples. <laughs> unlimited. <laughs> that's what I'm naming this podcast uh, episode. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> unlimited, unlimited male n- nipples, everybody. It's kind of hard to say. Say it fast. It is. I'm gonna work on that later. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it live. Um, the other thing is, yeah, we try to keep it, we try to keep F-bombs to, you know, less than five per, per episode. <laughs> and when I say we, I mean I. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, the other thing we love to do as we start Under the Red Hat episodes is because we are obsessed with putting freaking amazing, uh, unique tools and light <laughs> energy into our, <laughs> tools into our body. Yeah. <laughs> I was already, before you said that, I was already going to say, like, a, that's what she said. But <laughs> I could see it. We're putting tools it, into yeah. our bodies. Right. Okay. Back out. We have this little section where we say, yo, babe, what is in your cup? Tell me what kind of magic you're putting in the liquid beverage that you are digesting. What kind of magic am I putting in my magic? All right. Basically, is what yep. you're asking. Yep. Today, uh, my magic is something called Mellow, and I don't think we've talked about it on uh, the podcast before. Um, I've been using um, this particular product for uh, probably about six weeks now and just loving the results in my body. So this comes from a company called Ned, and we interviewed the co-founder, Adrian Zimmerman, on, I can't remember exactly what episode, I want to say it was around 40-ish. Um, and, uh, and got his story, incredible, just life story and how it evolved into blossoming Ned. <laughs> and, uh, so anyways, this, this product that I am sipping on today is called Mellow and it's a magnesium super blend. So it's a blend of magnesium, L-theanine, GABA, and over 70 trace minerals. And it's specifically formulated for the entire body. And, if y'all don't know, if you haven't heard, if you've been living under a rock and didn't know that magnesium is a necessary nutrient for your body, um, most people, I think upwards of like 80% of people are severely and chronically magnesium Damn. deficient, which is is sort of sad because we know that magnesium is involved in, is a crucial player in over 300 different body enzymatic processes, things that need to happen in your body where if they don't, you're not going to fall over dead, but you're going to feel it little by little over time. It's going to show up in your energy levels, in your sleep, in your digestion, in your hormones, in your mood, right? In your gut health, 
magnesium is involved heavily in, in all of these areas. And so um, by by supplementing a, a magnesium, not just in a capsule that's, you know, from Costco or, you know, no hate on Costco, just that's what popped into my head, looking for really good, yeah. good, um, you know, sources of magnesium, high quality is uh is what we're all about obviously and so ned uh you couldn't it couldn't be more high quality than ned and since taking this magnesium it's they're like little individual packets that you just pour into i just like to pour into eight to ten ounces of cold water um and uh you just blend it up and sip on it you can you can have it at any time of the day it's not like a sleeping pill but i like to usually have mine before bed but today i was feeling a little more anxiety just a lot of things going on in the world there's some heaviness you know there's just a lot yeah and so i want to give my body the tools necessary for a healthy response to that anxiety and to that stress um rather than you know eat my emotions or you know just disconnect completely or you know whatever the the unhealthy practices i i I like to um, you know, help my body out by giving it these, these amazing products and nutrients that it needs. So, um, we do have a discount code for Ned. It'll definitely be in the show notes. Um, it is medicine, M E D I C I N. And I believe it's 15% off. We have a lot of codes now, so I'm trying to keep them all straight. Um, but I believe it's 15% off. You can definitely check the show notes for that link. And uh, get some mellow in your body. They have two different flavors, lavender berry and naked. Naked is kind of like a healthy cream soda. And lavender berry is almost like exactly what it sounds. It's very kind of, it's kind of like fruity and floral. Yeah. Magnesium, definitely one of those things um, I'm almost like ashamed of not prioritizing because it's so needed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've, I've put my, you know, energy and efforts towards a lot of supplements in my life and not given magnesium the love that it needs to. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to have it in my life now. Um, even in the last few weeks when we've been taking it, significant improvements into my uh, ability to sleep, which mm-hmm. is something I definitely struggle with. And not in the way that's uh, usual with a, you know, a sleeping aid. I've gone really to hell and back with sleeping aids, as I'm sure many have. And it's at its worst, like sleeping pills, like Ambien or something. And even in, in the most innocent attempts of like a melatonin supplement, those can leave you like conked out, like comatose or waking up and feeling like, you know, is it 2050 yeah. right now? Like, <laughs> did I just sleep for the last 50 years? Um, so definitely pleasantly surprised at how balanced I felt. Um, mm-hmm. and, and how I could like literally reflect back on my night's sleep and be like, that was, uh, naturally restful. Yeah. And I, I measure it with my aura ring and I can tell right. the, the nights that I do and don't have the, the mellow before bed. Um, I, when I don't have it, I, I wake up more during the night. And so mm-hmm. it gives me a, you know, a lower sleep score. Um, when I do have it, I, I see longer stretches of me just having deep sleep yeah so that's awesome yeah quantifiable i'm absolutely in love with it and um highly highly recommend basically if you're not taking a high quality magnesium supplement you can just assume it's a safe bet that you're deficient unfortunately Mm. because we're not getting it in our soil like we should be 
most of it. So definitely something to check out. What, my love, do you have in your cup today? Oh, my gosh. I got a good little mixture going on. Mm-hmm. And I've actually never done this before uh, today. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, two of my homies, Organifi and Keon. Mm, lovers, um, you could say. Lovers, you could say. Very near and dear <laughs> to my heart. <clears throat> I have Organifi Pure, which is our nootropic um, for gut and brain health. It's got ingredients like lion's mane mushroom, which we all know uh, is a cognitive aid mm-hmm. um really good data along like alzheimer's and like and some of these other things that go along mm-hmm. with lion's mane we freaking love lion's mane here in the medicine household <laughs> <laughs> um and then it's also got baobab which is a similar nootropic it, it i think it like stimulates you know bdnf which yeah. is like brain drive neurofactor nootropic factor nootropic factor um, and then it's got, it's got some ingredients for gut health, like apple cider vinegar and digestive enzymes. So getting that brain and gut connection, um, dialed in. Well, I've, what I've done today is I've mixed this with, mm. um, Keon aminos, uh, the berry flavor. Mm. So it's got a little bit of a lemony berry flavor. Like, like almost like a berry lemonade, would you say? Some, or? some might get radical and call it a, <laughs> a berry lemonade. <laughs> Um, I throw some ice in there and make it icy. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> wild, wild shit, iced lemonade. Um, <laughs> Why would someone want to take the aminos? Yeah, this is actually, and I've talked about it on podcasts in the past, and 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 really your best source for getting um, more information about aminos would be to go to uh, Keon, hit up or Ben Greenfield, their their founder, because there's a host of benefits from this stuff. So I'm going to tell you specifically why I'm taking it right now, but there know that there are a lot of other benefits. I mean, immune benefits, cognitive benefits, um, some of these other things from amino acid supplementation. So I'm taking essential amino acids. That's a little bit different than BCAAs, which is pretty popular and typical in kind of like the bodybuilding space. Um, BCAAs are a very distinct, like smaller group of amino acids. Essential amino acids are, are more uh, like a full holistic like assortment of amino acids. And, and why I'm taking them specifically now is because I'm in a intentional bulk phase for my fitness. So I'm, my programming right now is, and my diet and nutrition is one that is trying to put on a little more muscle. Girth. Girth, <laughs> if you will. And so what aminos do is they support that anabolic process, different from you know catabolic or, or times of, of cortisol or stress like through a workout i can actually take um amino acids during that before during and after in order to sort of stave off that catabolic nature Mm. that can that can oftentimes come after stress you know physical stress so um my programming right now is is for the purpose of bulking i'm eating a caloric surplus and i'm trying to actively give my muscles reinforcement that recover you know these amino acids are are building blocks for protein which is you know critical in the recovery and muscle building process so i'm trying to keep that sort of like alive and that's Mm -hmm. a little bro sciencey and so you know check me uh by going to keon and uh looking at the info on amino acids but um know that you can also get a discount for uh, keon and uh, organifi uh through us as well we'll drop those in the show notes but um that's what i got going on in my cup i love it yeah 
So we also, um, before we jump into the meat of the episode, we have a really exciting sort of announcement that we want to share live on the podcast because this is going to be something that we talk about probably on almost every single episode. It's certainly under the red hat for sure. Um, We've been working on a a project, an asset for you all um, for some time now, um, and we're really excited to finally launch drum roll please that was pretty good can you do that no, uh i don't think so oh, okay you're not gonna try <laughs> yeah there you go okay there i like it <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're high <laughs> oh, i love you i freaking love you we are super excited to bring you all the medicine cabinet Mm, let's go so again this is something that we've been working on for a while it is exactly what it sounds like if you were to come into our condo on beautiful coronado island and open up our cupboard and look at the stack of tinctures and tablets and mixtures and supplements and products that we have it would look like what we just made for you on our website um it's literally called the medicine cabinet and it um it reflects what we um, have taken into our lives, what we've vetted and researched and kind of gone through the the legwork, the dirty work of, does this thing actually work? Do we want to um, continue taking it? Is it worth it? You know, are we seeing a tangible material difference in our well-being, in our life, in, um, you know, whatever the, 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 the thing is? And We definitely have. These are all products that we use and love on a regular basis. And so we talk about a lot of things on the on the show. We have, you know, 70 episodes now of talking about certain things like this to to create a a happy and whole and healthy life. And so this is a culmination of all of that. It's going to be ever expanding as we try new things, as we're always learning and growing and evolving Um, and trying new things and new products. So um, you can definitely check it out. There's going to be a a link in the show notes directly to the medicine cabinet. And just know that um, this is, uh, we wanted to get enough on there that it could be something, that it could be presentable, but just know it's not complete. You know, there, there's still things that we need to add to it all the time. So we're going to be adding to it weekly and hopefully will be a really good asset for you all. Um, if you're like, what was that thing they're talking about? Just, you can bet, you can assume that I'll just go check and see if it's on the medicine cabinet. Yeah. Or if, if you're looking to start, uh, supplementation protocol, if you're looking to just add one or two or a couple different things to your life, um, know that we are putting these things to the test. Um, I have the fortune of working in the supplement industry. Um, You obviously, babe, have been getting sent products nonstop from parties that want us to promote them on various platforms like the podcast or social media. And we appreciate that. We love it. Like we'll take them all um, to try on, but we're only going to be putting things on the medicine cabinet that are tried and true, vetted, tested. And I'm not talking about like, Hey, we tasted it and it was really good. It's, Hey, are the things that are being talked about here truly, um, felt mm-hmm. in, in experience. And it's not just, you know, a couple of weeks, it's a month or in some cases, even like 
a year or more that we've mm-hmm. potentially even purchased them like in full and yeah. then oh, a, as customers, completely yeah. vetted them. So I know there's a lot of like unclear water in the space with, uh, you know, sponsorships and promotions. And I just want to be clear that like the medicine cabinet is products that we are vetting yeah. and that we believe in. And to go even beyond that, it's brands that we've gotten to know personally. Mm-hmm. So uh, super excited about it. I hope you guys uh, enjoy it and know, like you said, know that there's more to come. Yeah, it's going to be going to be growing, but um, I'm, I'm super excited to have it live and it will be something that we uh, that we refer to often on here. And we'll probably, you know, not everyone's going to be listening to this episode, so we will, you know, uh, refer back to it and explain it in in, um, in future episodes for sure. Um, but definitely go check it out today. See if there's anything in there that um, that speaks to your soul that Heck you yeah. think you should try, or maybe that you've heard us talk about and you're like, you know what, today's the day. I'm going to do it. Mm. And I would say 90% of the things that we have on there, um, there is a discount code too associated, which we are so grateful that we get to extend that to you all. With that, I would love to jump into the meat that we have. If this is a, if this is a Subway sandwich of Mm. a podcast episode, (laughs) then this is going to be the meat of that sub. All right. Unless you're Chase at five years old and you get cheese on bread. Yeah, I was a just cheese sandwich guy at Subway. No, this is a full-blown meat lovers. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, it's it's something we've been wanting to talk about uh, for a little while now because it's becoming, it just keeps coming into our life, this topic specifically, um, in a host of different, for a host of different reasons. And it's the idea of uh, the mentor mm-hmm. and and the figure of the mentor, the archetype of this wise individual that someone, you know, like ourselves or, or the individual can look to in life for leadership, for learning, uh, for counsel, for trust. And um, it's obviously come into circulation in our life both in our own pursuits to find these individuals that we can learn from. Um, you know, occasionally someone's actually like, Hey, can you be my mentor? Which is always trippy to me because I'm like, <laughs> dude, I don't have things figured out. So <laughs> slow your roll. Uh, let me refer to you to someone but else. But also thank you. But thank you. Um, and so, but it, but it keeps coming up and, and especially for me, um, I've had a lot of questions about it and I'll leave it at that. But, in your, from your perspective, mm-hmm. what has the, what has this idea of a mentor sort of like looked like to you on what your assumption was? Like, how were you raised to view what a mentor looked like? Yeah. I mean, when I was young, I think I thought the word meant, uh, like, a almost like the, the big brother system where a mentor is like someone that, that you look up to that teaches, that teaches you things, but like, it's almost like a glorified babysitter, you know, like that's, I think when I was a kid, that's what I thought it was like that there's like programs and things for like finding your mentor. And it's just like, kind of like a glorified babysitter, you know what yeah. I mean? Like the, the programs for after, and, and that's great. There's nothing wrong with that, but I, I don't think I ever thought like, 
I'm going to need a mentor, you know, because I grew up in a, you know, like a, a normal household and I, I had a good quote unquote good childhood and there were problems for sure, but I wasn't like an unhappy kid. I wasn't like getting into trouble. I thought mentors were for someone or for people who were like trying to stay out of trouble. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to me because like in the business space and the kind of professional space that I was groomed into, there's, it's, it's almost like an, a checklist you have Mm. like, Hey, I got my, you know, finances covered here. I got my job here. And then I have a a mentor, a business coach or a life coach or something like that. So it's this, like I've, I've found this mentor and, and then there's also the other, the other kind of like side of that, which is more like mythical or, or, um, you know, sort of like things of legend where you hear about these characters and stories as you're brought up. Um, or you hear about teachers like, oh, you know, such and such historical figures mentor was Aristotle Mm -hmm. or like you hear these things. I'm like, damn, am I supposed to have a mentor? Yeah. And I look at it like, okay, the ones that I've really loved this, where I've seen this play out, this archetype of the mentor play out is in stories like Dumbledore and Harry Potter, Mm -hmm. Gandalf and Frodo, uh, Morpheus and Neo, Yoda um, and Luke. Yoda and Luke. And these really cool examples <coughs> in myth, but they're so far from something that's tangible. Yeah. That that I f- almost feel like it's been a childlike pursuit. Yeah. 30 years into my life to find a mentor. And I think that I almost tried to like retrofit mm-hmm. humans in my life to fit these molds of the white wizard, you know? Mm-hmm. So I've been like, okay, here's a coach that I had. Maybe they're my mentor. But then after longer periods of time being like, man, they kind of either led me astray or they don't, they they don't don't have a great marriage or, you know, something. Yeah. So I think there's a little bit of a misconception on, um, what this idea is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously my, my idea or my, what I hold in my head, like the concept of a mentor has shifted since I was junior high or whatever. And, um, I kind of use it, synonymously with, um, and I know they're not completely equal, they're different, but I use it almost synonymously with, oh, my teacher, my teacher, like, um, my teacher, John Wineland, my teacher, Brooke Castillo, my teacher, Adrian, right? And and these, and these people are not your, like, elementary or college. No, they're people, they're people that I'm choosing as an adult they they might not even know they're teaching me, right? They're teaching me through a podcast or through a, a, a video, through after school videos, right? They're teaching me things. So they are my teacher, but it's not, I'm choosing them. But they're authors. Yeah. They're um, philosophers. They're mm-hmm. people who've put work and content together for the purpose of like other people right. benefiting from them. It's not like a direct student teacher relationship all the time but I think and something that I um I'm learning is that it's okay as as you evolve and as you change and as you grow to to outgrow whatever the teacher is for you at that time or, or mentor or whatever it is like I think the goal would be to get to the point where you're like 
I don't really need this person anymore. Yeah. You know, in, in, in this direct way, like how, how they first came to me, right? Like that should be the goal. Yeah. Where you can move on to another sort of teacher. Totally. And I think you're hitting on something really important. And, um, so like going back to like what the world kind of looks like when you grow up and you're in your teens and your twenties and your thirties and you're figuring yourself out and there's lots of figures that are teaching you or providing opportunities for lessons. Those may not be the mentors. Like you may be able to learn things from people, especially from like a technical standpoint, you can take things from those individuals and, and literally look back and go, yeah, I learned something from them. Were they a mentor? Maybe not. Mm -hmm. And so I think the term is, is not, I think it's loosely used. And I, then I think there are people who find opportunities to like play in the space and, you know, sell something mm -hmm. like, Hey, I'm going to write a really great book, um, that has a lot of lessons and opportunities for people to learn from. Um, but they may not be like that traditional mentor. So like I'm zooming all the way back out and thinking myth and thinking the hero's journey and, and these, these stories that ring true for all of us, which are the, the, the true mentor along the hero's journey is that person in your life, whether that's through direct human connection or whether that's through listening or reading, um, that cracks the door on a more profound truth and meaning towards life mm -hmm. and your purpose specifically. Yeah. When I think back and I'll, I'll get to the kind of the, what the mentors have looked like for me. But when I, when I think about the teachers of the mentors that have really fit this mold of cracking the door, you know, how Morpheus like gently provides the opportunity to yeah, Neo. He offers the red pill or the blue pill in the matrix. But you know what he's not doing is saying, here's the top 10 things you need to do, <laughs> which is a very sales type yeah. tactic. Um, it's the people who've, cracked the door open almost allowed me to think that it's my idea yeah but when that idea sparks it strikes a fucking chord like in my entire body yeah. my entire physiology physiology physicality <laughs> entire body <laughs> um physiology and that once that door is cracked you can't help but go mm -hmm. in it's like once you know a little bit you can't yeah. go back at this point yeah. i i say often like it's something that i can't unknow like yeah. once you know something unless you have one of those men in black memory erasers you can't unknow you can change your mind certainly but it's like you almost like get to these levels and it's it's like work to like drop back mm -hmm. down and uh yeah I, I i love that can you when you're talking about the hero's journey for someone who's not um who isn't well-versed in what that even is or what that means or doesn't know who Joseph Campbell is, um, can you do like a quick synopsis of what you mean by the mentor within the hero's journey? Yeah, for sure. So there is a general construction to um, stories, to myth, to um, kind of like the human psyche at large that plays along a very similar story arc. And um, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it's it's something that exists. It's mm -hmm. an archetype for a lot of story that rings very relatable for humans, mm -hmm. hum humankind. And that's this idea of the hero's journey, that, that we're all individually a hero, and that that hero is a character in a story that 
completes like a circle, if you will, of a journey. Uh, a lot of times that journey is like finding their truth, their purpose. And in order to do that, it you go through a series of phases and go through a series of characters uh, to, to go through that personal transformation yourself, to find your purpose, um, to find the meaning of your life, you know, the meaning of who you are, etc. cetera. Um, and so with that, <clears throat> it's like, you st- the hero starts as m- as many who've seen movies and read books along these lines, sort of like unknowing, mm-hmm. and they're just sort of like part of the L- world. Little ignorant, like little ignorance ignorant, is bliss. Sure, naive to some degree, like. And then there's this call to action, this call to adventure. A lot of times, that call is n- is a nudge from the mentor, and the mentor is the Gandalf, it's the Dumbledore, it's the Morpheus, or the you know Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, and they are the nudge, they're cracking the door that allows the hero to walk into this new world of potential, mm-hmm. this potential that they might be able to find purpose, they might be able to find meaning in their own life. And so that's where the first like archetype of the mentor kind of comes into play. These themes and these archetypes, I, I really, they ring true for me in my life. And as I evaluate it, I, I would argue that many feel the same way but for certain they ring true in stories that have become very very popular mm-hmm. um, and even religion you know they're 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 riddled throughout religious yeah uh text. text so and there's a couple other phases you know the mentor is uh one brings in this call to adventure there's the moment along the hero's journey where there is a you know a, a dark night of the soul type moment. Mm. You're in the belly of the whale. Oftentimes, um, you're alone in this feat. Mm-hmm. You're facing your biggest fear. Uh, or there's a fork, right? You have to go this way or this way. Exactly. There's a fork. There's an opportunity and, and an easy way out or the mm-hmm. hard way that is scary. Um, a lot of times, that scary path will take into some level of death. So a death and rebirth cycle is very traditional through the hero's journey. Um, through that resurrection process is, is oftentimes what's considered the elixir of life. Like you have found the truth. You've realized your purpose, your life's potential is like at your grasp. It's literally in your hands. And then the last piece to sort of like complete the circle would be integration. Mm-hmm. And it would be bringing that meaning back into the real world. It's like, you've lifted the veil and you've seen the meaning behind what you think the meaning is in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but the funny enough, and you can, you can go through this whole process of learning and, and truly facing your fears and dying and being reborn. But if you don't integrate it at the end of the day, if you don't actually bring it back into the yeah. world uh, to provide to others, then you know, what's the point? One of the best decisions I ever made for my overall health was getting completely off moldy coffee. If you are on a mission to get to the bottom of mystery symptoms and feel your best in life, this is something you need to know about. I have now lost count of the hundreds of people who tell me they have given up on coffee and caffeine, not because they wanted to, but because they thought they had to, because every time they drink it, they feel shaky, anxious, brain foggy, have skin reactions, or digestive issues. I then explained to them that, my love, you are more likely having a reaction to the mold and pesticides in your coffee, not the caffeine. 
The sad and shocking reality is that up to 91% of coffee beans used in America are contaminated with mold, not to mention the 42 different chemicals and pesticides sprayed on most coffee beans before they are even harvested. So if you have persistent, unexplained brain fog, sore joints, fatigue, immune issues, or other mystery symptoms, it could be from moldy coffee you are unknowingly pouring into your precious body every day. No pill, no potion is going to help us feel better if we don't first remove the negative stimulus, like the moldy coffee. Here's the great news. If you love coffee, you don't have to give it up. Every day I drink delicious, mold-free, pesticide-free coffee that supports my overall health in the best way. It's my Reishi King Coffee. King Coffee is organic coffee mixed with the spores from reishi mushrooms. This unique and potent combination allows me to enjoy coffee while also supporting my hormones, my immune health, my nervous system, my digestion, my mood, my stress levels, and so much more. If King Coffee was a pop star, she would absolutely be Beyonce potent and divine. If you love coffee, I invite you to ditch the mold and try King Coffee for yourself. It was one of the best decisions I ever made for my health. I can't and won't go back. To learn more about what makes Reishi Spores and King Coffee so unique, you can check out episode number six of this podcast. And to grab your King Coffee, do not buy on Amazon. That is illegal and expired product. Instead, go to themedicine.myorganogold.com and search for King Coffee. You can also just check the show notes or my Instagram bio for a direct link. Bringing you only the best and only what I'm obsessed with. Cheers, boo. So that's kind of like the, as best I could in the few minutes, describe the hero's journey. No, I love that. I, I just wanted to be able to, someone who wasn't familiar, like understand a little bit because it is something that I think we've mentioned before and as you're speaking I'm just like man what if a, upon being born or when you are conscious when you can you know create words and thoughts and you know you're having independent thoughts and you have a little personality that you're taught in life that hey we all go through this hero's journey like what if you're taught this from a very young age that, hey, you're going to go through this journey. I wonder how many more people would have their eyes opened, be sort of awake from an earlier age. Well, I would say, I would actually say you have, you are going to have opportunities galore to go through hero's journeys. This is a tried and true formula for satiation, for fulfillment, for meaning and purpose in life. Mm-hmm. Keep a close eye, get comfortable, get, get familiar with this story and this idea of the hero's journey and look for opportunities where that may be playing out in your life and lean into them. Yeah. Because if you don't, because they may be scary or they may be like, whoa, I don't know this. I'm uncomfortable with this. They may be against your programming that you may actually not ever live a life where you get to live the hero's journey. Cause that's yeah. what, that's what fulfillment and that's what satiation mm-hmm. truly is, is to face those challenges. And it can be as yeah. simple as something in your job, in your relationship. But it's like, look for those little windows of where you could potentially be stepping towards the path of a hero's journey. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be easy, but there's cool stuff along the way. Right. A critical piece to this thing is the mentor. Mm-hmm. And um, 
you know, looking for those types of characters in your life could be the nudge, could right. be the hint that you're looking for to complete your hero's journey. Yeah. And I think that there's, especially with social media, there's a lot of opportunity for, to choose your mentor, to choose your teacher. Who, who do you want to be that nudge or that, that get that gateway, right? Yeah. That, that wedge in the door, as you so beautifully say. Um, and, and there's a lot of people that are, that are really trying to be, that are trying to be your mentor, that are like, you know, fighting over every dollar that you want to put out to them. And, and, um, I think in my experience, my greatest teachers, mentors, you know, have been the ones who didn't even know I was there. And I really didn't even, like, I didn't even give them a dollar before I, like, I learned from them first and then was like, oh, damn. You know, so I think that 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 can be a powerful character quality to kind of differentiate between is this someone who, you know, has a really good marketing or is this someone who, you know, is doing this as a gift to the world? And and go and, ahead. You're going to say something. Well, I'll think about what we, you know, just mentioned a few minutes ago, which is they're presenting an opportunity for you to make the choice. Yeah. Sometimes they're almost a little bit reluctant. Like if you remember Gandalf was almost like, dude, Frodo, I don't know if you want to take this freaking ring. He's like, this is, this is like, this is big. This is really big. And like those little windows, those little opportunities are, are, are heavy. They're challenging. And so a good mentor is not one to tell you, you have to do it. So like if, if, and how many, how many stories, you know, religion for sure. We grew up in a Christian uh, environment that often spoke of false prophets and to look out for false prophets. But that's pretty pervasive across most traditions yeah. and cultures is there are people who are going to be faking. Right. And the the shadow version of the mentor is the manipulator. Mm-hmm. And they do it very well in the sense that they look the part, they say the right things, but at the end of the day, they have... Um, selfish motives. Yeah. Uh, so, so you're saying something really important, which is like, how do you evaluate in the 3d world when we're not talking about freaking Gandalf where the mentor is? Yeah. Well, I think one little piece that you should be looking for is, do I feel almost like pressured by them? Right. Or am I provided an opportunity to make a choice? Mm -hmm. No, I think that's really good. It's like, how do we, um, when there's, you know, saturation of, coaches and coaches of coaches of coaches. (laughs) How do we, how do we decide? How do we choose? What is that filtration system that we're running it through to see like, and you know, maybe certainly for me, like you, I think it's also important and not to discount the value in maybe making the wrong choice a couple of times Totally. and, and choosing like choosing one based off of like, Oh, they have flashy marketing or like, look at the testimonials, but they don't resonate with my soul. Uh, I don't care making up maybe a couple of those decisions and seeing that, damn, that really didn't play out or they weren't who I thought they were. Or, you know, you pulled back the curtain and it was co- something completely, you know, different than I thought those things can, can really provide value, almost like dating where it's like, I don't know what I want yet, but I know what I don't want. Totally. And lessons can be learned from that. 
they may not be the mentor, but they may be able to teach you something about life. Maybe not directly, maybe indirectly, just based on your interactions with them, but you're able to learn from that experience. Mm -hmm. And so even if it is a manipulator, if you're able to get to the point where you've learned a lesson from it, it's still beneficial and valuable. Right. Uh, but I think it brings us to our next key point of you know what makes up a mentor, and that is at the end of the day, you can learn a ton from them. At times, I think you can learn from a mentor directly, like they're going to tell me what to do step a through z to a certain degree they will um actually embody it in their life and you you can mo model them so like mm -hmm. mimic them but when it gets to the true like purpose of your life and being and meaning the mentor leaves and you see it in spaces where they might die in the stories um, but but if it looked like in practicality and in real life, when you're up to your challenge, that mentor is going to leave you on your own to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And that's critically important. Yeah. That that rite of passage, that, that sort of facing your fear, death, rebirth process is done alone. Mm -hmm. And so I think another attribute to this figure as you evaluate your life and look for these types of um, teachers that embody the mentor would be are they constantly wanting me to do exactly what they want, almost like a slave? I mean, I, I use that term a little aggressively, but but do they want to keep me as their apprentice for the rest of their life yeah. for their benefit? Like, what's the end goal? Or do they really want to <clears throat> empower me to ultimately be an independent? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a really a good question and one that sometimes you're not going to know until you get into it. Totally. And uh, I think that that's a real that's a really good. Um, kind of filtration system. Um, and I think too, we've talked about this where, you know, mentors and teachers don't even have to be human. Yeah. Right. Um, I would say for me personally, a huge, <laughs> it's weird to call it a mentor because it's a thing it has been AHCC and it's been this thing that did wedge the door open for mm -hmm. me when I was leaving dental hygiene something I loved, I was good at, I made a lot of money at. Everything was good there is what I'm trying to say. There was this thing though that was bigger than me that was, you know, creating opportunity. And I didn't quite know what that opportunity was, but I was willing and I was really curious. And I, I just, something deep down in me knew that there was something more than what I was doing currently, which I was, you know, I was fine with my life. And yeah. I did say, ultimately I said yes to that call to adventure, like you're talking about. And the mentor was HCC and this kind of light that it shown that I was kind of like looking at and learning from, like it, it provided me kind of an, um, like a, like a little bit of a path to follow and to kind of keep my eyes on while there was so much in, uh, other things in my life that was, kind of on the rocks and, and, um, you know, unknown, which was, could be scary for people. And then that morphed into obviously what we're doing now. It, it morphed into the medicine and the medicine yeah. podcast and being here with you. And, and I would say that this is an, this is an ongoing teacher. And I, I would still, still say it's in that teacher role because it's, man, it's teaching me so much every single mm -hmm. day Yeah, and it's all good things. And, um, but, you know, it doesn't have to be a human. Yeah, I, I love that you're bringing that up because, you know, what I want 
what I want the message from that to be is this is permission for people that you can, one, you can have multiple mentors. Mm -hmm. You can have multiple heroes journeys. There's not yeah. one. There's maybe like one big one, but then there's like a smaller ones along the way. So of course, what comes with that is different mentors, different archetypes um, throughout the course of your journey. But also don't get hung up on the literal human being that may be the mentor. Um, for, for some, that's they have the fortune of like having an elder or someone wise in their life uh, or a boss or a coach that is truly embodying all of those things. And it's mm -hmm. direct and it's human to human. That's freaking awesome. Not all of us have that. You know, you mentioned your personal story. It wasn't even a human. It was HCC. Um, you know, for much of my life, I think I tried to like fit coaches and teachers into that space, like I said. Um, but have truly never found it until I started to ask big, big questions yeah. in, in my late 20s of why am I here? What is health really? What is God? You know, what is mm -hmm. spirituality? What the hell is this this freaking human experience? <laughs> is this all a video game? <laughs> yeah, what is this? Uh, where's Where's Morpheus? Yeah. <laughs> And, um, he's going to pop out in any moment. Yeah, so, so I started reaching and I, and I don't even remember them at this point, but failed attempts to, to listen to people who, um, have a message, but finding my way into what was kind of like probably phase one of mentors to what is now like more directly close. So uh, yeah, I definitely want to open it up to like, you know, you mentioned HCC, mm -hmm. um, but for, for people listening who are like, well, how do I go about finding right. a mentor if it's so freaking important <laughs> yeah. in addition to just looking for the opportunities that the universe prevent presents to you um i can you know definitely walk through where i'm at in my mentor journey uh, please do but but also like definitely want to hear from you as well in addition to just like hcc which is the mm -hmm. symbol of of the teacher um you know who else it's been as a human you know so so to speak for me quickly is is I think that after realizing like I've never had a true mentor or someone that I could follow, I've just had some teachers and some lessons along the way, I really found that I pieced together two or three different sources, um, oddly enough, through podcasting um, that really gave me enough of uh, like a collective mentor archetype that I could use them for how to guide my mm -hmm. ship, if you will. And, um, it was probably Ben Greenfield, who is a fitness, uh, podcaster. It is Sean Stevenson was definitely like the very introductory health and wellness mindset individual, uh, that I listen to often. And between the two of those, they really, really helped me start listening to my own body. Um, if I had a specific topic or question in mind, they had a, a database worth of really great content and or really great community of other people that they were involved with that I could get an answer. I'm not saying it was the right answer, but it was an answer that I could at least like relate to. Mm -hmm. Or try out. Try you know, out. Just start with. Yeah. And so like that really started it for me. Um, you know, what's challenging is this world is like what's who are the fake ones? Who are the manipulators? Who are the ones that are legit and have your inten best intentions in mind? So, you know, practices for figuring out if this was true for me or not. Um, you know, Ben Greenfield, Sean Stevenson, they're giving information to listeners like myself. It took trying it on in my life mm -hmm. for me to determine whether or not it was 
you know, serving me or mm -hmm. my truth or on the right path. So I'm, I'm not going to say it's easy. And I definitely don't want to tell people just to go blindly follow podcasters who have a lot of followers. Right. Um, rather, you need to be constantly checking in with yourself to see if what they're telling you is your purpose, truth, constitution, reality for you. Um, and then so after a couple years of that, for sure, you know, where I'm at now is, is I still don't have a direct human mentor. Um, but if I did, if I, if I did have to say one person and f I've had the absolute fortune of getting to know in the flesh, not as much as I would like, and hopefully, hopefully there's more to come, but, um, Paul check is a, is a, um, fitness and nutrition and spiritual, um, sage. And I've been listening and watching his content for a long time. Um, I met him about three years ago and uh, have had the, again, the, the absolute blessing of working with him at Organifi. And um, I've continued to listen to his podcasts, listen to his books, taken some of his courses and gotten to, gotten to hang out with him in person. Uh, you as well, obviously a few different times and looking forward to what the future is there. But mm -hmm. he, he kind of hits all points for me. <clears throat> And although we're not like, you know, I'm not calling him up and talking to him yeah, every day. Oh, fingers now. crossed. God, that'd yeah. be fucking awesome. <laughs> um, he is truly the, the closest thing to a mentor to me at 30 years old. Yeah. So Mr. Paul Check, you're my mentor, my guy. I love you. I love it. Yeah, he's, I mean, I would say, I, I, I can't say the same just because I, I've only been following him and listening to him and, and you know, touch, like scratching the surface of the piles and piles and mountains rather of content that he has on on various platforms on Instagram and his courses and YouTube and uh, in-person events and everything is just like wild um, but I am you know what I what I am seeing and um, learning from him is definitely most of it resonates um, and uh, I would say that the one thing, um, that I'll just echo you, you described him perfectly, but the one thing that I will say is that, that, you know, really resonates and, and is, is great about him is that he constantly is telling you the listener or the student or whoever run it through your soul, mm -hmm. like talk to your soul. What is like, he's constantly saying like, my soul told me, my soul told me is because he's constantly checking in, um, with himself and running it through like does this land with me yeah. is my higher self is this, this, um, this spirit body that we all have and can be tapped into and all of ours are different, right? What food my soul asks for might be different than what your, your soul asks totally. for and what it needs. But it, um, that's what I really love about him is that he's constantly like, well, what is, you know, asking you and, and, and really prompting you to, run it through your own soul. And, and, you know, again, for, for people listening and they're trying to evaluate, you know, the fakers from the, the real players out there, the, the slope is slippery with individuals in the space because like, man, we've all watched enough documentaries. You can quickly find yourself in a cult. Yeah. Right. I <laughs> and know. be like, holy shit, what am I doing? Yeah. And you, you hear these people talk and they're like, I didn't know it was a cult. Yeah, for sure. And, and, so, like I said, I can't emphasize enough, like checking in with yourself, you know, for Paul specifically as, as he's been a leader for me, I've 
taken on his advice and mentorship in the fitness space, exercises, programs that I've done to my body with my body and felt amazing. That's like, boom, check mark. Uh, nutrition, similarly. Protocols with nutrition. Because his, his kind of thing is like fitness, nutrition, and spirituality. And so, bam, the nutrition one hit too. You know, some of these things like, and his idea around, um, you know, like, very intuitive eating and uh, not diet protocols, but rather like cyclical rotational diets. Um, using instead of like calorie counting, using like stress bucket counting, you know, anabolic versus catabolic, yin and yang, like encompassing it into nutrition. Boom, checks the mark. Never feel better. 2021, I've been doing this type of stuff and never felt better. Um, and then spirituality. So I, we were in his living room at his home and he is describing um, this relationship between God and the devil. And it was my whole frequency changed when mm. he described it. Yeah. Like I lit up, I looked over at you and I was like, damn, like, oh my God. And yeah. so that was the first time I've ever heard from a human being describing something about God mm-hmm. as in the big God and how this universe is constructed that lit me up on an experiential knowledge Mm. perspective i've had experiences that are metaphysical but they've not been with another human being they've been through you know ceremony yeah and this was just literal words coming out of a man's mouth that made so much sense to me that i was like whoa yeah okay so that he hit three spots for me and i was like and that was that was it that was enough of a test so if he tells me um, at this point he's, he's three out of three. If he tells me something, even if it's crazy, like, yo man, you're going to want to like shave your head bald for the rest of your life. <laughs> I don't know if I'd do it, but I'd be like, man, I really trust you at this point. Yeah. Like I might have to do this. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's enough on me. Like just completely broing, uh, love my it. love towards Paul check. But, uh, yeah. what about you? Um, besides AH. CC. Yeah, that was obviously a big one. Um, and like I've said, or like I, you know, previously said here was I've definitely grown out of some, I've grown out of certain mentors and, uh, rightfully so that's, that's, I believe how it should be. Um, certainly, you know, to echo your point when I was getting, you know, just dipping my toe into like, actual health like what is actual long-term sustainable health not do I look good in a bikini how much skin can I pinch on my stomach you know what are my inches telling me that I'm measuring with literally like tape around me like that's not the health I'm, I'm talking about holistic inside and out health and that was definitely um, Sean Stevenson was a huge catalyst. I won't say that it was an immediate flip of a switch because I was listening to him and still operating in that kind of orthorexic way, but it was always pinging me. It was Mm -hmm. always, you know, when I would listen to his podcast, he had like 300 and something at that time. And so I had a, like you're talking about a wealth to listen to and to go back to and to really learn like, okay, there's, there's other ways, other ideas, there's other concepts than what maybe is being shown to me on this commercial or this marketing or whatever. And, and so it was really great to get a holistic view of, um, how, you know, um, how health can be and how it can be expressed. So that was awesome. And I would say if anyone is 
you know, just starting out and like, where do I even start? I would say Sean Stevenson is incredible. Um, Not only does he talk about basically anything and everything related to the human experience um, when it comes to health and wellness, but also he's very relatable and he's not, he, he, he is a scientist for sure, but he's like making jokes and, 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 you know, you're laughing out loud with him. He is a complete character. And so he's really relatable as opposed to someone like Ben Greenfield, which is like hard data, hard science. Yeah. Like you're there for the knowledge. You're not there for the chuckles. Yeah. If, if any of these, if the topic of fitness and nutrition is interesting to you and that's kind of where you're listening and you're like, man, I, I kind of want to seek this out. I kind of want to reach a little bit for this. Definitely start with somebody like Sean Stevenson. Um, Mind Pump Media is another really great space. Um, before you jump into Paul, check. Yeah, right. I yes. love Paul, but it, yeah. these guys are perfect precursors. There's levels. There's levels. And and similar with Ben Greenfield, it's, unless you're very scientifically inclined, uh, maybe yeah. give Ben a little bit of time. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's really great stuff. Uh, and, and obviously, you know, like pick your own journey. There's there's a wealth of information uh, available to all of us, and and sometimes it's helpful if you're truly seeking a mentor and you're not just sitting around kind of waiting for the opportunities. Like, what are you into? Look at the people doing great things in the world in that general genre, and uh, start to just hear what they have to say, mm-hmm. what they're doing in the world. You know, maybe get to know other people who are listening or following to them, and and uh, see what it's like. But but. If there's nudges in you right now as you're listening, um, that's probably a good indication that that there's something. Yeah. And I subscribe to, you know, I want to be uh, forever a student. And so I'm I'm now I'm at the point where I I can recognize um, easily someone who is going to be able to like teach me and and mentor me in a certain way. Um, Certainly there's been others in my life. Like we could go for another hour talking about the different mentors. And and for me, it's different right now. Like um, uh, you mentioned Paul check and um, you know, I don't have like one specifically, but what I'm really drawing to organically is spirituality and relationship and growing in relationship and how do we how do we create a heaven on earth experience within relationship mm-hmm. and how do I become the partner that is attractive to the partner that I ultimately want how do I sh- keep showing up as that person um and that's th- that I'm always drawn to that. I'm always fascinated by that dynamic and how, how to create that for sure. Um, so there's a, a few different people. And if that's where you're at right now, um, I've talked about them before. Alison Armstrong, um, London Angel Winters, and John Wineland, I would say, are amazing people. Yeah. To if you're just starting out, maybe start with Alison Armstrong and then slide into John Wineland and London Winters. I got to work with both of them, um, the latter two, in an in-person workshop, and it was phenomenal. Changed my life forever. Um, and then I would say, if you grew up something around, you know, similar to what we've talked about, where it was pretty much, um, you know, traditional Christian home, Christian family, uh, Christian school. Um, but really like trying to understand and come to the conclusion of like, what do I actually believe? What do I actually think? Yeah. Not based on things that were handed to me 
Um, and if you do believe those things wholeheartedly and they land with you and they change you and they make you a better person and they bring you closer to love, great. Keep doing those things. For me, I got, I, you know, hit this fork in the road where I was like, what do I actually think? What do I actually believe? Do I actually feel these things deep in my being or do, am I, am I trying to take on something that, that someone else told me, Hey, we believe this. And for a long time it, it was that. And so then I really got to the place where I was, I was asking those hard questions. And one of the catalysts actually introduced to me, um, to us by Paul check was on a podcast and I've talked about him before. I've interviewed him. His name is Neil Douglas Klotz and, um, he is a, an author and, um, he, he wrote the book prayers of the cosmos. And this, uh, book I would say was the initial catalyst to me feeling validated in that when I sit and pray with my hands folded and I'm basically reading a wish list to God, it felt very forced, but when I would be walking in the sunshine on the beach, looking at the, you know, the palm trees blow in the wind, or when I shove my face close up to a rose and I'm like, holy crap, what is this perfect creature? Like I, I started to see and experience God in other ways, but I didn't name it God. I was naming it, you know, something bigger than myself that I feel like it's moving through me and I'm experiencing, I'm I'm sensing it, I'm smelling it, I'm tasting it, I'm feeling it, I'm seeing it certainly. And so he was really, um, this book, Prayers of the Cosmos, just introduced Christianity and the teachings of Jesus in a different way that they, uh, they weren't, you know, just lines to be memorized. They were concepts to be felt. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And that's really where I started to really see things and feel things change in me. And like I said, like this validation, this permission slip that like, Hey, that's how you feel and experience God. And that's okay. There's a lot of people called mystics that, that do the same thing. Yeah. And, um, so that, that really, really helped me. And, and so I would definitely say if, you know, we've talked about it before on multiple podcasts, but um, he is certainly someone to look into if you're kind of at this crossroads of like, what do I actually believe? Yeah. I know I was raised and I know I, I have this connection to God and to Jesus in this way. And I'm not totally saying no to it, but I'm also asking like, you know, is there something more that I could experience yeah. through this thing that is called, you know, faith or religion? Yeah. You're making me think of a you know key differentiator between a teacher, traditional teacher and a mentor. And that's... Um, a teacher is going to tell you things that you're going to want to break out a pen and paper on and take notes for because you're like, man, I'm going to want to remember that later. Yeah. A mentor gives you a download, a feeling experience that you'll never forget. Right. You, know, you don't have to take a note. Yes, right, because it elicits a feeling in you. It elicits a we, – we don't remember words so much as we remember feelings. That noetic sense, that download when you just yeah. – it can be in a fraction of a second, but all of a sudden you have something. You got yeah. it. And you know you'll never lose it. That's something a mentor provides for sure. Um, and then the last thing, kind of like to rope all this together, you know, even if you haven't had the mentor that we're describing right now in your life, uh, there is nothing better better karmically than gratitude. And um, something that I'm really committed to on this topic of, of mentorship is to pen and paper writing down a thank you to a teacher and or mentor in your life, my life. Um, 
So I'm speaking of Paul Check. I'm going to write him a handwritten letter, uh, tell him how much I love him, appreciate him, and uh, how much he's impacted my life. And I challenge and encourage everybody who is listening to do the same to, even if they don't have a mentor, to a teacher. And so whether that be someone you've never met in your life or whether that be your you know, kindergarten basketball coach, whatever the human that you feel called to express your gratitude for their leadership in your life, um, I challenge you to put pen to paper and, and get that out this week. Yeah, um, I'm definitely going to be doing it myself, and I'm going to make sure that Paul gets it. Yes, I love it. I got to figure out which uh, teacher I'm going to send to, um, maybe multiple. But I think that there is something special about putting pen to paper, like you're talking about, making it physical. It's yeah. a physical thing that has weight in this world, um, different than sending a DM on Instagram, who at this point, you know, like people with any sort of following usually have like a social media manager where it might not even ever reach that person. They might just give you a double tap and give you a heart, give you a like, give you a smiley face. Doing a pen to paper thing is different and it holds weight. And that's probably more likely going to reach the person, even if you're like, Hey, where can I send some fan mail? Um, but Um, I I like the saying that appreciation is gratitude squared Mm. where gratitude can be just within my own experience. I can have so much gratitude for you in the morning and think about how much I love you and that I'm so, I'm so grateful for everything that you do, um, in, uh, for me in our life and how much you provide for us. But if I never tell you, then I've never actually appreciated so that appreciation is saying it out loud to the person or writing it down like we're talking about mm-hmm. in this in this case. So definitely um, uh, have that appreciation, that gratitude squared and show it. That's that's um, that's oh man, such good, such good energy put out into the world. Mm. Love it. I love that. As we come to a close here. Mm. So good. What what is the medicine for you today? Mm. The medicine for me today on this beautiful day in 2021. What a time to be alive. Seriously. Ugh. The medicine for me is as we approach a weekend, um, will be a reminder to myself and an actual expression of my, uh, what seems to be like overwhelming at times to-do list. Um, literally just allowing and trusting our relationship to be transparent and open with the overwhelm feeling Mm. and not to posture as if I have it all together to Mm. you, to protect you, my partner in life, um, and rather just be open and honest and vulnerable so that I'm not uh, compartmentalizing any emotion. And so it's a lot of words, but high level, Mm. the medicine for me is to in my own effort to continue my self-love journey, be fully (laughs) a hot mess if I need to be, uh, knowing that you can can contain me in a short period of time. So I will, I will, I will feel my feelings. I will let down, um, my tough structure of, I have this shit together just fine. Don't bother me. And, uh, allow you to contain a little bit of what feels like overwhelm at times for me. So mm. uh, a lot of words, but I'm, I'm going to commit to that. I love it. Mm. 
Thank you. I feel so honored that I get to be the one on the other end that gets to be at times uh, a container for your just freaking amazing soul. The <laughs> warrior occasionally lets down and needs the nurturing of the divine goddess. The yes. feminine container in the form of nurturing is a mm -hmm. beautiful thing and i'm reminding myself to lean into it because you so beautifully embody it oh and i love it it's such a it's a gift to me to be able to give that to you mm, love it my love my beautiful <laughs> <We're getting mushy. laughs> oh let's get never stop getting mushy. what is <sighs> your medicine today i was so in a rapture with your answer that i really didn't think of it so um my medicine today has been um, not, I would say, not shying away from intense conversation and letting it be uh, positive and a teacher and something that is beautiful and that can, um, you know, be like the soil to new growth mm. and the soil is dark it's cold sometimes there's poop in it there's with poop. fertilizer yeah there's poop mm -hmm. there's literal shit but it, it gives life to yep. new things and um we've had to have some you know just intense conversations over the last couple of days and um it's not always easy or comfortable but that's how you change and evolve and grow and transform mm. and i never want to stop doing that with you same mm. Mm, so good come on come on everybody <laughs> oh All right. man alright we're going to wrap this up thank you so much for joining us under the red hat I hope you guys got something out of this and we are so excited to hear from you please um, you know let us know if this if this if this landed if you are um, going to give your mentor your teacher a love letter if I get if I get some letters yeah, I'm right. going to be pretty freaking stoked so uh, yes please know, subtle hint yeah ladies watch it <laughs> no i'm just joking uh you feel free if chase has if has if he has uh ment mentored you in some way i want him to know <laughs> all right we're gonna wrap this up go spread some light into your day and we'll talk to you next time okay bye, bye. If you liked this episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen. This will ensure that every episode drops into your library automatically. And if you have a recommendation for a podcast guest or topic, you can always email themedicinepodcast at gmail.com. Remember, there's no E at the end of medicine. And let us know your big idea. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, cheers, boo.